Welcome to Mumbition, the podcast for business-owning women by Mums & Co, where we share inspiring stories of Australian mums in business. I'm Kerry Kwan, the co-founder of Mums & Co, and I will be joined each week by our community manager, Lucy Kippist. Together, we'll discuss how our guests harmonise their ambition, livelihood, and well-being. Let's get into the inspiring stories now. In the spirit of reconciliation, Mums & Co acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to Elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Based in Sydney, Mums & Co is very much a national movement of business-owning mothers across Australia. The last time we were actually in Brisbane visiting some members, we realised one stop we hadn't planned was to the epicentre of a Queensland entrepreneurship and innovation, River City Labs. Testament to the hospitality and support of our next guest, when we popped in, even though unannounced, we were made to feel so welcomed by Pauline and her team and have since been getting to know each other about their initiatives enabled by the fantastic physical space and supportive culture of River City Labs. Pauline has worked for the ATO in superannuation, insurance and community building roles and is herself a startup founder and host of the podcast, A Splash of Colour. Pauline, welcome to the Mumbition Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be a part of this. We are too. And to get things kicked off, Pauline, our first question to any business owning woman is always to hear her pitch. You've got a few things going on and absolutely embody our value of empowering ambition. Can you please share with us your 30 second elevator pitch? Yes, even though I dread doing this, I will do it because I have to eat my own dog food. So I obviously um, do wear multiple hats, uh, River City Labs and also Startup Catalyst are one of my major hats that I wear, and that is actually supporting future founders and current founders growing high growth tech startups. Uh, What we do is we provide programming support as well as resources and network to help them grow their technology company uh, to large global ambitions. And we help them through connecting them with investors, but not only that, actually um, supporting them through the wonderful mentors that we have around us uh, to get them started on their business. On my other side hustles, I have a um, podcast, as mentioned, Splash of Colour, where we help people connecting the dots of life um, through a journey. It's with my co-host and a friend, Laura Gervais. Uh, And I also have my own tech startup, uh, which is growing um, in the background uh, called Chihu, which is a life admin to assistance platform uh, that helps busy women juggle it all by giving them back time. Wow. I, I... I resonate with all three. Um, life at in time, gosh, that's a that's a big list. Uh, and I love that you mentioned the current and future um, entrepreneurs because that is the legacy that you're 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 leaving behind. It's not just for our current generation, but you know, having the um, role models that we can actually 
inspire future generations of entrepreneurs as well. So amazing. Um, and Pauline, I'd love to hear what do you love most about your business right now? And you might need to choose. You can choose all three. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, they're actually everything I have selected has been by design, to be honest with you. I think I reached a point a few years ago where I, um, you know, I left my crazy um, soul taxing uh, life in corporate. I went as an independent consultant and I really started to narrow down on what I didn't want to do anymore and what I did want to do um, started to shine. And um, in choosing to work with River City Labs and Startup Catalyst uh, while I was building my own startup, really is quite connected and also doing Splash of Colour because it's actually helping other people um, in everything I do. And I think that's the best part I do love about my job is that I actually work with extremely intelligent people surrounding me and we all have very um, high highs and low lows and the reality is we're all human trying our best and then there's those uh, sparks of genius uh, that I feel and see in startups and founders that that are around me that really inspire me to keep going with mine. Uh, And so for me, I look at all the ecosystem and the people around the startups and the founders, like the investors, the corporates, the universities, the students, the the talent, the mentors, the experts that that are rallying around these companies. And that is the part that I love to see and be a part of because it just gives you that um, sort of a human hope uh, that sometimes you don't see in mainstream media these days. Uh, so it's nice. I'm like in my little bubble. You, you've depicted such a dynamic working environment, Pauline. I, I absolutely love it. I can hear the energy in your voice. It'd be so fascinating to be around that much energy and drive all the time. What is it then that in order to balance, as you said before, those highs and then the lows that come after them, what have you had to kind of stop doing in order to keep business and life flowing on an even keel? Um, lots. I say no on a daily basis. I say no to the noise that doesn't feed my soul or give me joy. And when I can't say no, what I do is value it based on um, is it going in the direction that I where I want to be to support eventually my hope to go all in on my startup, which is what I'm working towards. Uh, so for me, I think um, if you're not contributing and adding things into your life, that actually serves where you want to be or where you're going as a human and where you're growing to, or it doesn't actually make you happy and gives more friction than help. I kind of say no to those things. Um, but sometimes you can't help it. You just have to do what you have to do and it is what it is. So there's not one particular thing I have to say no. I, I, I'm not really... Um, and I've said this to you before, Lucy, I'm not really a fond believer in work-life balance. I think it's a farce and I think it's a new manufactured term that gets people to feel guilty and I don't subscribe to feeling guilty anymore, even though I feel guilty every day. I have to manage and push that noise down to the ground and just slap myself and go, it's okay, you're doing the best you can, just get on with it. Um, so yeah, I say no a lot and then I stuff up a lot and then you just shake it off and figure it out. Um, you have, when you do have the low lows, um, you just got to rally yourself and talk to someone that you can kind of trust. And I have a few of those people that I can call and when I'm, you know, kicking myself or feeling a bit down and I do this for other founders as well. And I have really some amazing humans around me and I call the other founders sometimes if I'm having a crap day and I'm just like, I know that by the end of that call, 
I would have found my spirit again and just kept going. Or sometimes I sit in the low. So it's really quite a, um, I'm not really giving a very good directional blueprint on this, but it is my way of working on it. But I just basically sit in the low and I just know it's going to pass. It sounds like you're really good at just accepting what, what's coming at you from on a day-to-day basis and dealing with it in the moment, which is, you know, the best we can all do a lot of the time. Well, it's my corporate career and my background of failures and experience that I've had with really challenging roles when I was doing consulting and recovery work. I used to do a lot of like regulatory change and large enterprise system changes. And there was a lot of stress, complexity, politics and failures and successes. Um, But one thing I know for sure is that I always had good humans around me and you can trust that and you're going to get through it. I can catch myself. So when you're really at your worst and when you've also, you know, not had um, the best of everything, you just learn to be a bit more um, optimistic, I think, um, and know that you can catch yourself even if you just really hit the low of the low. An essential point. So Carrie mentioned in um, just earlier that we love asking women to practice their business pitch, but we also really love making introductions um, in the community. So if there was something that you could ask for right now in your business or your life, what do you think that would be? I'm going to be really selfish. I would love if um, we had any of, the, especially the, your audience, any females out there who would love to start their own business, um, go ahead and just do it. Um any woman who would like to invest in other people's female-owned businesses, um, please make sure you do it. Um, there are not, not enough products out there designed for women by women. Um, I'm developing one called Chihu. Um, so if you are following my journey and uh, at the point of this time when this is released, um, please go check it out and, and check me out. That's my ask is that um, you support other female-owned businesses, especially in the technology world that are building platforms that help better serve us in our modern-day juggle struggle. Right, a great ask. Now, Pauline, you're surrounded by entrepreneurial talent um, with your work across River City Labs in Queensland, the Global Startup Catalyst, your own business. What have these high-energy environments taught you about work and life? You know, that is sort of tied to my other answers, I guess. But, you know, it's it's a it's a really, really deep answer I'm gonna give you. So I what I see around me is some amazing humans who have completely backed themselves. They have are pursuing something that may not pay off. And they are putting all of their energy, their financials, um, you know, their their loved ones around them. Um, at risk to pursue something that actually may not sustain the test of time to the way that they think it's going to. And what they do is they follow that up with the persistence, uh, the resource as in um, the, the what they can get access to and then what they can create themselves and the people to actually rally and believe in what they're going to achieve with that company or that vision. And Whenever things don't go their way, they are then backing it up with the change they need to do or what they call as a pivot to be able to continue on that journey, even if sometimes they have to take the long way or the detour around it to get there. They're putting themselves in a vulnerable position where they're saying, I'm going to deliver this. And 
they're putting themselves personally in a position where they could be criticised. And I think, you know, that to me shows that life is so short and we only have one life to live and they're putting their back into it and they're getting it done in the way they think that they can um, deliver as well as change something in the world. And they truly do back themselves in that way. And that just teaches me a lot about the human potential and the spirit that is, and that the, that we're very, very blessed to be on this earth, especially at this time with technology and what you can do with it to, to create a better world or to create a different world in what they, and what they're doing truly inspires me, but also shows what life is really about. That is, that, that's such a, a brave thing to do, step into that unknown um, not know who what your product is and what your real customer segment is. Um, there's a there's so much grit there, and it, it is truly inspiring. So, um, thank you for letting us have a bit of a peek into uh, why you do what you do as well, um, and and that there is there is so much to get out of life by taking that step. Um, now, we're called Mums & Co for the community of support around us. That might include our life partners, our family, our co-founders and friends and clients. Can you tell us about your co and how they support you? A lot. Um, I have an amazing tribe of women around me that support me. And, you know, we talk on the daily, which sounds ridiculous. It's normally chat, um, not voice or voice memos we love voice memos um they are like my ride or dies um i don't know if it's you know now that i'm getting older but i feel like they've become my soulmates in addition to my fur baby who supports me as well a lot um very, it's, uh, the epitome of unconditional love is having a puppy or a dog um and you know um i myself you know my um my husband, who we're now separated, we've been together for 21 years, has supported me uh, and we're best friends, has supported me through the thick of me building my own business, me changing, you know, leaving corporate, which was actually a high paying role and coming into a not-for-profit like uh, River City Labs and um, has supported me through the journey and those decisions and now on my own journey and trying to go all in for my own startup. Um, and even though we're not together, has been a number one supporter of mine. Um, I have my parents who have been amazing. Um, and although they don't, my mum doesn't really get what I do um, on the daily, um, <laughs> it's just her her spirit and her vibe is always positive. Um, so I'm really blessed with my um, family and friends around me. And then when it comes to my um, work um, wives, I have work wives, I have work husbands. Um, and they rally around me too. I have some real good ride or dies and we've known each other for the last 20 years. We've built authentic relationships and we've watched each other's journey um, and supported each other and referred. And I think building that community around you personally and professionally, every company I move to, I always find one or two people that I take and join into my tribe, my personal tribe. Uh, and it's truly been uh, what's really more valuable in life. So doesn't matter what company or, or, or doesn't matter what company or um, actual uh, group I'm a part of professionally. Um, at the end of the day, it's those human connections I've made along the way that's going to make the difference for my life and fulfillment. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, it sounds like you have an incredible group of people surrounding you to provide that support, which I'm sure helps to nurture your sense of well-being is there anything else that you do you know regularly on a daily basis or a weekly basis to ensure that you stay grounded yes I'm quite a ritualistic creature um 
So I walk twice a day, every day, even at night, even if it's late at night, um, I walk my dog. So I walk, listen to podcasts, um, and I walk for a long time. Sometimes I walk for like an hour and a half and even my dog's tired and wants to go home. Um, so I really enjoyed that and that's probably something that's kept me grounded. I never used to do it before. In fact, I used to compromise on my exercise and when I started to bring that back, I hate exercise, mind you, so I'm not a sports thing person or anything like that. Um, and I couldn't do team sports to save my life or anyone else's, but I definitely found my pattern with walking. Um, Every now and then, if I feel the energy, I'll do some weights, but truly it's walking that's kind of saved my mental health as well. Um, of course, I love all the normal stuff. You know, I actually binge on reality TV sometimes um, because I think I, it helps me disconnect from, uh, especially when I have low days, it helps me disconnect and forget everything, um, which is nice. It's a form of escapism. Uh, I don't really shop anymore because I'm doing a startup. So every dollar of mine that's spare goes towards development resources. I actually calculate spend now based on development hours. It's it's hilarious and sad. Um, but yeah, I think that all of that's good stuff, keeping in touch with my friends, having a chat, going over to each other's houses uh, and walking ritualistically daily helps me. I, I, I love personal development um, perspective and, and how you count those hours. Um, it was actually a question I was going to ask in terms of is it something that you invest in regularly and what has had the most impact on your work to date? That's a really hard one. I think uh, every mistake has had the most impact in my life because every mistake I've had, and it, it's probably not a textbook definition of a mistake, any of my perceived mistakes or problems where I think, oh, I wish I didn't do that or, oh, geez, I hate this job, I should quit or any of those moments that I've had, which have been kind of a pit, um, has given me an opportunity to change and adapt. Um, I'm a true thinker and reflect back and reflect for hours. So even though I lean on a lot of my tribe and talk to them, I actually don't talk about my own business. I only do that with a very, very select couple of people, more like my advisors um, or my work husbands um, and wives. So I don't put that burden on others in my family or anything because I feel like I really process a lot internally and I read a lot, um, well, audio books, not reading, and podcasts, love them. Um, and that for me, um, I guess, helps me with um, my growth and, and working out um, my next, well, my lesson, I guess, in everything, uh, especially when I see something like keep coming to me like as in a, if I keep seeing an experience that I don't like show up in my life work or personal life I sometimes go why is this happening to me and I like I reflect back and I go because there's a lesson in it and I have to figure out that out and it is truly an enlightening um, experience to do so whenever you see something or a person showing up in your life that causes you friction and you don't like it it's normally because there's something in a lesson there and it's something that I can control so either I'm doing something to attract that or I'm not setting boundaries or whatever it may be I feel like every time something rubs me up the wrong way it's because it's a lesson that I need to learn and adapt myself in order to not see it again and it's worked um and I and that's from reading a book I'm, I'm not sure if it was The Alchemist that I was reading or something else, 
um, I should really have thought about this, um, to share it with everyone. But um, yeah, it, it's definitely an internal lesson. When something keeps showing up, why is it showing up? And reflect internally and adapt yourself because you can't really control what's out there. Um, you have such a, uh, a, an acute level of awareness. Um, uh, and, and I think that is, is a real gift and, um, you know, so much wisdom as well too. So I uh, appreciate you sharing your perspective on, you know, how every mistake has had this great impact in your life and seeing it as a positive thing, like that you can, you can actually do something about that. So applying the right perspective is so powerful too. Thank you. Pauline, you've got a program management background and you're obviously immersed in the high stakes world of, of startups on a regular basis. How do you think this has impacted your understanding of business risk and what kind of processes are you using to protect yourself? Um, really good question. Startups in corporate world. So my program management um, and consulting background to startups is complete ends different ends of the spectrum so startups high risk um so it's really really difficult um to sometimes find the parallel between the two but my background has helped me with my own and sometimes too gold-plated i've had the habit especially in the early days of setting up things perfectly and then them completely not going to plan. And that's the biggest learning I've had as well. Um, and in the last two years, being a part of River City Labs is you need to know enough from structure, governance and planning to be deliberate with the steps you take, but not be wedded to it. Your change, your ability to change and adapt has to be on a dime. Like you need to be able to flip when you need to flip and be conscious and aware and, and awake of your market responses when you're building a startup and you're scaling a company. And that is something that I find in the corporate world is completely the opposite. And, and you know, I was doing recovery before I immediately came into River City Labs. Um, and you guys can look me up on LinkedIn and see the big companies I did work for. And what is something that um, I found was when I was doing recovery is people stuck to a plan, even though it was failing and it was like the Titanic and you're watching it sink. Um, and although they had governance and risk completely documented um, to a, a gold-plated standard, they weren't actually realising that risk equals taking an action and mitigating it. And so for me, doing um, my startup into also with the companies I work with here is what the, what I do find is they look at risk and they act on it straight away and they are really conscious of it. They may not document it to the best degree, although when they scale, they do. Um, but those are the things is that risk management is actually a flag to do something. It's not necessarily just something to go and sit on a, you know, a shelf to be dust, a dust collector. Um, so that's probably my biggest takeaway on both sides. And they, and you know, I think corporates have a lot to learn from startups and scale-ups and founders and entrepreneurs on that, on that, on that topic. Um, now, Pauline, we um, a bit of a sneaky question. Uh, what's an insight into Pauline, the female founder, that we might not necessarily see on your LinkedIn profile or any of your sort of social accounts? Um, I don't know. I think I'm pretty transparent with 
actually, no, you guys are the first people I've spoken to who I've just said that I am no longer with my husband. So there you go. Um, we separated in January 2020 and um, we've going, been going through the journey of that separation and splitting everything and basically I'm starting from scratch because all of my savings went into my startup. Um, so I, ha I am extremely lucky that I have um, kept some savings to be able to buy my own new house. We sold our joint house. We've both bought separate houses and we're very blessed and lucky for that um sense of security I guess um but I, at some point sometimes I think oh maybe I should sell the house and rent and put that money into my startup and then I slapped myself and said no 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 just just calm down Pauline you're not that risky just calm down um so I um personally I am capital raising as well for my own startup so that's stuff I'm not talking about on my socials um and I'm doing that behind the scenes and just doing an early stage round um, for my own company because my goal is to go all in um, into my own startup. So there's some stuff that people don't know and I don't show on um, socials. Sorry to hear um, about Don't say sorry. It's good news. Don't say sorry. We do not feel sorry for her. Do not feel sorry for her. She is living her best life right now. <laughs> I'm glad that you're in that position uh, to have that, um, you know, to come through, to come through such a big relationship. And you did mention your, your, um, you, you know, you mentioned him in your code before. Um, mm. Despite that, he's still been, you know, your best supporter. Um, and I, you know, it's a, it always a fascinating question. This one because sometimes I think they're going to reveal something like, you know, I'm a closet karaoke singer or <laughs> you know there's, there's so many aspects that we don't because social media profiles are not who you are right I've I've always had this lens of you know it's it's I know it's for my startup I'm trying to project a certain message or or you know trying to cut through and uh, really be passionate about this space and there's but there's so many aspects and so many shades of who you are so mm. being um so open to sharing that with us. Now, oh, at, at um, at at uh, at Mums and Co, we talk about harmony as this triangle of ambition, of livelihood, and well-being. Could you describe the shape of a good life for you? Okay, a good life for me is having the mental space to continue to reflect and have, you know, my think time, that's a good life for me. So whatever that looks like. I have no hard and fast rules on what life should be. I, Like I said earlier, I don't believe in work-life balance. Um, I believe in fluidity and adapting constantly and growth. I have a number of things on my wish list that I would like to get done before I leave this earth. Um, you know, and I spend a lot of time um, doing other side hustles, which I know investors and typically if you're doing your own startup, they expect you to go all in, be completely focused. But I'm a true believer that women have the neurological capability to multitask, not multitask in the technical terms, but being able to think laterally and cover a lot more than ourselves. So for me, being able to dabble in a few passion projects in addition to my number one focus um, to me is the ideal life to have. 
and gives me um, a feeling of fulfillment. And if it's doing something that helps other people, uh, then that makes me happy. Uh, so I would just like to continue to doing that. So whether it's my uh, River City Labs today, Startup Catalyst, um, or and my podcast plus my startup, I'm hoping to go all in on my startup, like I said, and my hopefully I will be doing that plus Splash of Colour um, plus doing some um, philanthropic work for my home country, which is Papua New Guinea, um, uh, with women getting women into politics there. So I, I've been doing that for the last 12 months um, with some other colleagues of mine um, in helping some women over there, and I'll continue to do that in the background regardless because that's my life, you know, purpose of, of continuing to do that till I die. Um, but, you know, I... It's a bit of everything. I have no hard and fast rules because I don't want to put that pressure on myself to be this, um, super, you know, person that only does this and I want to be and look like this. I don't have that. I will do what continues to make me happy and that's it. What a phenomenal answer that is. Just the energy coming from you, Pauline, is just is remarkable. You're an incredible person to speak with. Now, Pauline, in the spirit of supporting women, uh, I know you've mentioned quite a lot of working wives, um, but we'd love to hear who are the mumbitious, those that are, that you would like to say hello to um, uh, and, and give a shout out. Oh, I have a long, long list, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, compromise the opportunity to raise a few profiles. Um, so Rebecca Dredge from Kiddo. Um, so Mums and Co. If you have not checked out Rebecca's um, platform for actually getting alternate sources for babysitting, uh, please go and check it out. The Kiddo app is amazing. She is amazing. Uh, and the true epitome of a uh, female founder who is who has got a big ambition and she's going to get it. Um, the other person is Laura Gervais, my co-host of Splash of Colour. Um, you know, she's had a newborn and um, a baby during COVID. Her family's overseas. She's got her own business, Connect Creative. Her and her husband, Ben, they do amazing things with Connect Creative. Uh, as well as she's helping another amazing um, scale-up company grow out their business. Uh, she's got multiple hats and, and she's another one I want to sing out to. Um, but there are so many more um, doing great things. Um, so uh, I am constantly promoting any, a lot of them on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram. So feel free to go check them out as well. Oh, there's one more. Uh, Shannon, if, you, if anyone does not know Shannon Jones of Zulita, Z-U-L-I-T-A. Um, she actually um, is building out her interior design um, company at the moment on Instagram. Um, please go and find her, Shannon Jones. Um, and she has done some amazing things with interior design. Her own products now. Amazing. Uh, we'll definitely be looking them up. Pauline, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for your company and sharing um, your, your very wise words. You are welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Now, we hope you've enjoyed today's podcast too. If you'd like to follow Pauline Batui, or, and you can find her just on LinkedIn. Um, and don't forget to find and follow us at Mums & Co too while you're at it. If you haven't already come and join our Mumbitious Supportive Movement for thousands of Australian business-owning women just like you, join us at www.mumsandco.com.au.
<laughs> Hi. What's your name? Remy. Remy? Lovely to meet you, Remy. I'm Pauline. What advice would you give young entrepreneur? What advice would you give young entrepreneur? Oh, I love this one. Biggest advice I would give is if you have an idea that you can make the world work in a better way or solve a problem, become very, very passionate and really understand what that problem is and talk to a lot of the other people who have the same problem. And if you find a lot of other people who have that problem, try and truly understand it and become obsessed with it. Like your, it's your, your amazing project to understand what the problem's all about and every part of the problem. And then if you have an idea on how to fix that problem, that solution, make sure you understand what it is, that solution, and then ask those same people if your solution or your idea to fix the problem is actually going to work for them. And then the final question, ask them if they would pay for it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, thanks for the question. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Mumbition by Mums & Co. Head over to the show notes for a full transcript of the interview and any links we have referred to. Mums & Co is Australia's most caring business network for women. Join us today for just $30 at mumsandco.com.au. This podcast was produced and edited by Morgan Sebastian Brown of Brown Tree Productions and hosted by Kerry Kwan, co-founder of Mums & Co and community manager, Lucy Kippist. We love hearing your feedback. So if you haven't already, please share, rate and review this podcast and we can reach more business owning mothers just like you.